you got Reg in the zoo, Buffalo, New York, as always. It's us again. Episode six. six. We're on six already, dude. And I just sneezed. I've got a dry cough, and I'm hoping I don't have it. Leave comments about how important it is to not hold in your sneeze and how important it is to let it out. I'm trying to brainiac my head, so <laughs> I hold them go. in in hopes that my head looks brainier. <laughs> that works. That like works. that chick, Joanna Jurjevic or whatever. Oh, my God, dude. I still can't get over those pictures. When yeah. you said, like, Elephant Man, I'm like, there's no way. And mm. she totally looked There like, was a lot of good comparisons. Dude. E.T. E. What a fight. The dude. alien from American Dad. There was a lot of good. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. had to think about that one for a second. Roger? Yeah. Oh, that, my God. There was a great. lot of good jokes about that skull. That's hilarious. Poor girl. I guess she's I know, okay, dude. though, I guess. I guess she's okay. Dude, but. she's tough as hell. I could just imagine, like, fighting her in a bar. Like, if she took that many punches, she's definitely fought guys in bars and stuff. Dude, like, she's, she's definitely just, like, done gypsy fights of, like, you know, men fights yeah, at dude, her weight class. Tough. A lot of those girls are tough as hell. Yeah. I'm scared of all of them, to be honest with you. <laughs> I often look at myself in the mirror and I'll throw a couple of, like, combinations. <laughs> yeah, dude. And just be like, all right, what? how do I look? Oh, you start off your day, And right? then I'm like... Well, I'll be honest with you. There is nothing like more cardio than throwing punches. I used to do this thing called tiny man training where I had this little figurine. It was like a little Santa gnome, but I had it hanging from the ceiling fixture. And I would like do like basic, just like slow and then fast combinations and try to get as like close to the tiny man without hitting it. Okay. For accuracy. I thought it was a pretty good idea. And then I would later see like products like, um, like those like balls they have like balls that have like stretchy little string that you could like wrap around your head on a headband and then you like can keep it up by like punching it oh that's kind of cool yeah do you ever do you ever see the or just reminds me the uh the rick flair 30 for 30 Woo! where he talks about he hangs a string in a doorway and this is obviously for fake punching he just would sit there and just like punch at it and once he, he would hit it and it wouldn't move or whatever that's when he realized he was i don't know like he to was practice there. getting as close as possible yeah exactly i never knew that that's but pretty he, cool he said he would do that for like hours and stuff that's a great 30 for 30 by the way I that got, might be one of the best ones i'll have to watch it in entirety i think i saw parts of it but um yeah if you were a fan or or anything with rick flair i mean he's pretty he's pretty uh i don't know what the word is revolutionary to a certain extent I mean, there's like football teams that like emulate them, like they always do the Ric Flair. Woo! My brother for Christmas, I was in the back corner of one of those like it was like maybe Christmas Eve. I waited very very late to do any Christmas shopping, and there was a uh, one of those sports shops in the mall that have like a lot of memorabilia and jerseys and pennants and all like anything you could imagine. Well. I've watched a lot of those, like, picker shows, so I try to, like, really dig through the shit on, on those places, and I found, uh, there was this one thing down in the, in the bottom, back right corner, I, like, went past everything, there was a line, and then there were some glass cases, and in the bottom, on one of the glass cases, there was something in a plastic bag, and it had, like, red and white satin robe, and I was, like, waiting for like one of the guys that worked there to come over and then i found a guy and i'm like hey can you just what what's that right there and he flips it over and it says nature boy 
<laughs> that's and awesome. I immediately bought it for my bro. That's awesome. He immediately put it on Christmas morning, as I hoped. And the guy at the counter was like, oh, man. He's like, I was totally hoping that this would make it through the Christmas season and I could bring it home and wear it on Christmas morning and make my wife beg me to take it off. And I was like, if it makes you feel any better, that's probably what my brother's going to do. And he laughed. But I was like, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't that expensive. It was like 200 bucks, I think, probably. Oh, okay. It wasn't bad. No. It was like, that's worth it to me. It was signed by him. That's really cool. Forgot to mention that. That's fucking awesome. Signed by the Nature Boy with his authenticity and everything. Dude, there's just something about that generation. He put it on that morning. Like, he made me take a video (laughs) of him. That's the kind of, like, shit that doesn't die. Like, we would do that when I was a little kid. Shit like that with, like, the big bazooka camera. Like, you know what I mean? You put the VHS in there, right? The big VHS? We once... When I was a little kid, we filmed a one-on-one game where he, like, duct taped down, like, a paint and key around my bas- like my mini basketball hoop, and he played on his knee, like, by knees. That's and awesome. So I was, like, the same height. And I eventually had, like, an emotional meltdown during it because I was competitive. Yeah. Oh, he we- was also, it was also a teaching moment. Like, he was, like, 17, which would have made me, like, four or five. So, like... The ball itself was like a pink, like, it was like the basketball that came with it, but it was like a neon backboard, just like one of the cardboard backboards, but it was like a pretty good one. And we played till like 21 and it gets really competitive. It was, it's a great video. It's like really annoying when I have the emotional outburst because I like boot the ball. (laughs) I get all pissed. But uh, it's great. And it's like... uh, he he cuts to he cuts to like we open it up as disguise like we have coats on and sunglasses and microphones because I had one of those little boom boxes that had a little tiny microphone attached to it. So like he's like, yeah, we're here in uh, Western New York for the national one on one tournament, and like I'm the other announcer. I'm like four. Yeah, and every time he's like, "What do you think about that?" I'm just like. Yes. <laughs> He's like trying so hard not to laugh, dude. That's great. I was just freezing up. That's but that I got better. I got better and I would eventually make great great pieces myself on, on the home video. That's legit. Did you make a lot of home videos like cinematic masterpieces? So when I was younger, I was kinda young when my parents would like do home videos with my brothers and stuff. Um the older I got the less they did, but when my I'm the youngest in my family. So they would always, you know, my other brothers always had a lot more. They have a lot, not that I don't have any, but my older brothers have more. It was a um, hotter time for a minute. Yeah, exactly. And then it became a little bit normalized. Exactly. That's what I thought. Anyway. Yeah. Like, and then I started picking it back up because I was like, this camera's just sitting around the house. There's there's some good ones, though. There's ones, uh, so we did one, like a wrestling one. Like, my my older brothers were really into it when they were younger. This is... Shit, this is probably like 91, maybe. <laughs> I yeah. think this, this one came out, or we did this. Um, so I was still kind of young. I, it might have been 90. Either way, I was uh, I was still really young, so I pretended to be like the manager or something. Yeah. Like my brother tried to include me by doing that. Yeah. But like you were saying, you got like real 
into it like you got real competitive my brother was the same way yeah my my middle brother <laughs> my older brother it's kind of funny but yeah dude like they were going at it in the kitchen and stuff and it's kind of cool because the, the kitchen that we had at the time when you would like you know pounce on it or whatever it sounded like like a wrestling like a mat. Was, yeah not like a mat but it sounded like yeah. a wrestling rink when yeah you, like the it mat was, like, perfect like yeah. the yeah like it was perfect yeah um so like they're going at it. My brother accidentally, my oldest brother accidentally, sla- accidentally slaps my other older brother, and then like he like lost it, and then he shit just gets start, real. Yeah, shit got real. I come in like I don't just, stop rolling. I come in. I just grab a jelly donut, take a bite of it, I put it back, and then walk back out, dude. This is so great. Dude. In a Dickie's Donuts box. I wish Dickie's Donuts was still around. Dickie's Donuts. You just popped in for a bite of a donut and pop out. That's awesome. In sweatpants, no shirt on. That was like, we all had like the same outfit. That We just all had like the same kind of sweatpants. We are here to pump. Oh, yeah. You up. It's so Hans funny. Hans and Franz. You got to find that video. Yeah. Dana Carvey was great in that, by the way. Had a couple more definitely good ones. Another one based off what you said was in like 10th grade summer, like going into 10th grade probably, maybe even 11th. Yeah. We did one. Where we had some characters and some like story plot development. Um, my one friend Sopper, uh, his name was Ace, and he wore like a like a fedora, this white fedora I had, and we put like a fake grill on him. And then my one friend Jake, he played like a Puerto Rican henchman, and then also a ninja. Later That's on, hilarious. plot twist, give it away. But he makes, you know, it was like basically along the plot line of like a Kill Bill era. It came, oh, yeah, that's it, we literally, that's cool. I, I dubbed the soundtrack over the fight scenes using a uh, CD player with the headphone over the microphone queued up. And I had the kid Maddie, my, bu- my other buddy, who showed up. After we got started, so he became the cameraman. Uh, he also, I think, he was voluntarily saying he wanted to be. He should have been another character, and we should have had someone else film, but it allowed us to have one more person in the scene, hence why Jake ended up playing two characters. But it just carried a plot line where basically I was the pseudo like Johnny Cat Johnny Cage style <laughs> Stevie <clears throat> the name was Stevie Freeze. And I like had like a pop collar and like aviator sunglasses on and was like, supposed hilarious. to be like that Hollywood type of guy that could also fight. And so it basically but we got like a broomstick out. We had like we had multiple weapons. I have, I actually got my thumb hit on a, on a stunt. So we did have some, like, choreography involved. Uh, and then Jake, yeah, like, so we had kind of a rising tide of the soundtrack that we utilized by having that on there. So kind of had something in mind for the sound, and it kind of crescendoed. And at one point, after I had already dismantled Jake's first character, I was kind of about to beat Sopper who was Ace, who was the bad guy. And then a random ninja comes on the back roof of my parents' house, and and he's like, I'll jump down. We're like, all right, (laughs) dude, sure. Didn't do any practice takes or nothing. And he jumps down, and like, 
on slow motion, if you go frame by frame, it it's amazing that he didn't like snap both of his legs backwards. <laughs> Cause like he's like keeps his knees bent the whole way and he looks really athletic like a ninja, but then he probably realizes like halfway that he's further than he thinks and he fucking like straightens his legs. Oh my god. And he just like kind of crumbles down and like his head like comes really close to hitting, but he just oh pops up and he gets involved in the scene and it like and it just goes right to the scene. It's great. It's awesome. it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good like twenty five minute film. Well, that kind of reminds me. Did uh, so like doing like videos like that, especially like at our age, like Jackass was really big at the time. You know, I think when we were that old. Yeah. Did you do any like Jackass type videos? Oh yeah, we did. Um, we we actually so before we started filming stuff, even when we were younger, we would play Jackass. We would play a game like in our neighborhood, like when it would be shitty out. Like, shitty weather, like, in fall or, like, you know, winter, spring, where it was, like, nice enough to go outside, but you didn't have really shit to do, and it was kind of too cold to do ball sports. So you'd just be getting into hijinks and riding bikes. We would play Jackass, like, randomly (laughs) and be like, all right, and then, like, somebody would do something, and it would be, like, a one out of ten. And it wouldn't get anything, like, that wild, but then it would start getting, like, worse and worse. Yeah, you know? yeah, we did. I mean, I did the same stuff. Like we would just plot it out, not like the jackass dudes did. Yeah. Nothing as crazy. Like we try to like we do some real stuff, but then we try to like fake it as well too, so we wouldn't get hurt. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we we were always doing stuff like that. I want to say around eighth grade is when it came out, and then we yeah. just like we would watch it like It'd be every like Sunday. sixth, seventh, eighth. So they're probably about the same time yeah. as you. Um, we used to watch it like every Sunday and shit. Yeah, like, all it the time. started getting into a part where I remember it was like getting into the place where I started playing sports and it was like, all right, I can't get hurt now. But yeah, I remember playing. I remember jumping off of the top of a wooden fence into a uh, leafless shrub <laughs> okay. and I earned a 10. There's always shit like that. Yeah, I got like, I, had, I, was, I had like a windbreaker on and I just did like a elbow drop into this bush and I figured because of the windbreaker I'd be all right but the branches like one of the first branches that made contact got like under the back of it so they all went up my back so ah. I had scratches like all up my back yeah that's not good earned a 10 though that's not bad yeah that's not they were bad. dying laughing you know <laughs> my boys were fucking cracking up they couldn't believe it no dude that's hilarious but then it raised the level and then shit got wilder I don't really remember much after that we got, like, I don't know. I feel like we were right at the age where, like, we were starting to be like, all right, we got other shit to do than do this crazy shit. But that was why Jackass was still kind of ahead of its time in a way because now the things they were doing were, like, yeah, they were doing crazy shit, but they were, like, making content that's sold also. So, like, that concept or construct of, like, independent guerrilla media certainly like it was almost like skate videos yeah. like i never was a skater boy so i said see you later boy to skater <laughs> boys all my life no i'm just playing but i never i was playing regular ball sports so i didn't really skate i would i would like like to but i never i didn't have time really but anyways those skate videos i think 
were because then people would fall. And I, dude, did you watch Scarred? I used to fucking love I remember Scarred. Scarred. Holy that shit! That shit was wild. I don't. I haven't like heard of that since just now. Since like I used to watch it back then. Holy shit! That shit was a crazy show. Great TV, but again, that was like bad, skate videos gone bad. But I feel like a lot of kids started getting cameras out to like do crazy shit right before Jackass. Like yeah. that was kind of a thing. Like kids that were like into like skate and and what's like aggressive skating? Is that what it was called? Mm, I remember they'd have you. like they'd be grinding. It was basically like soaping, but with roller oh rollers, roller blades. I remember those fucking. Shoes. I read this crazy and watched this documentary on the dude that invented soaping. He's still out there. Those shoes. My cousin had a pair of those shoes. It was like a movement for a while, literally. And there's still people that do it. It's kind of funny. I watched this video of these people somewhere. And they were doing this like downhill skate, like inline skating, like rollerblading. But they had to like go in and out of these cones really fast. And it was like this every year they do this competition. And it was like this older, like chubby lady that was in it. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to figure out what I was watching. It was so funny, though. People would be busting their ass. I think when the movie, I saw Brink or whatever for the first time, I wanted to start doing like inline skating and shit and be a soul skater. I really wished, I wanted to play hockey when I was younger and just starting out in football. I really wanted to play hockey because of how good some of my friends could skate. I found it to be like remarkably athletic. Like the kids who would all have like the really good like indoor hockey rollerblades. And they would just be, like, gliding around. It looks so comfortable. All I wanted was, like, a pair of those skates. I never got them, though. <laughs> I could still That's get them. But what, I lost the love. Yeah, what What would they have been? They would like have been, like... Bowers or something? Yeah, like, yeah. shit like that or CCM or, like... Easton. Basically, like, hockey skates, but with, like, better wheels and bearings. They were just so smooth. Yeah, there the, was... You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. The kids that would show up to play street hockey, and you're like, you're too good to be here. They had, like, the legit gear. Yeah. But then other sports started getting, like, more competitive, and I always liked football, so. Yeah, football's my favorite, too. That's where, like, me and my one friend disagree. He, like, hates football. I don't hate hockey. I just don't, like, I don't know. I just don't follow it at all. Um but you he, definitely got to like it to play it. Yeah, and he, he plays it and everything, so he loves it. But he, like, he hates football and doesn't get it. I'm like, dude, I'm like, it's the biggest sport in the country. Like, how do you not like football? But it's not, you know, not everybody likes it, dude. But I just, I find it to be more exciting. They're always, like, people always say, like, well, it's so boring because, like, they do a play for 10 seconds and then they stop. I'm like, well, no, it's like you're anticipating what's going to happen. I'm like, you ever watch baseball? Like, that's the most boring sport to watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But there's strategy. There's every single person has a job on every play. Yeah. It's kind of like I feel like anybody that does it, doesn't like football starts to the more they get to know it. And yeah, I think exactly. That's kind of like everything. Mm hmm. Kind of like everything. Yeah, if I understood hockey better, I'd probably like it. Somebody I was just reading or listening or something recently, and they said, like, uh, if you're scared of something, the first thing you should do is complete educate yourself in it. So, like, I don't know. I feel like fear is kind of in line with uh, ignorance. And also, like, if you're 
if you're like, if you don't know something, you might be afraid of it and you might act like, you know, an asshole. I feel like that kind of draws a lot of like shittiness out of people is like the unknown. You know what I mean? That's kind of, yeah. Like ignorance is sort of like fear, but people, it's like touchy to say that. Like if you're, if you're, if someone thinks you're being ignorant, nine times out of 10, you're probably, that person's probably afraid of something that's going on because they probably don't know. That's a good point. I never really thought of that. That's actually. I mean, I don't know. I never really did either. But yeah, that thing made me kind of think of that that way. Like, I feel like fear and ignorance are almost like the same thing. But it's just like the perception of ignorance. Like, fear, if you're ignorant because you don't know, you could either be like completely not afraid or you could be completely afraid. But it's really based on like admitting that you're ignorant to something. That's how it is for me anyway. No, I totally get that. I don't think I'm like too afraid of things that I understand, but like things like death that I don't understand because I've never felt it and I don't want to feel it. Like that's fear, you know? No, I totally get it. And like that's kind of like what I've been thinking about with this stuff going on is like, I don't know. It's just like a lot of people not knowing what's going on. Like everybody's just like, uh, there's an adult somewhere that knows what's going on, right? You know, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, dude. Especially, yeah. With all this coronavirus shit going on. Oh, my God. It's almost like a lot of the d- day yesterday watching the news. And it's just like, oh don't yeah, even know what I've to spent, make of it. I've spent far too much time paying attention to it, honestly. And you got people saying that it's not that there's nothing to worry about. Then you got other people saying that it's like fucking serious pandemic and shit. And, and then other people saying that it's like conspiracy groups that are causing it and or acting because of it and it's it's a certain like yeah it's definitely a certain earth shattering like awakening of some nature going on and plus like i just remember reading about like glaciers that were letting viruses out that they found and it's like bill gates did a ted talk five years ago about how we're not necessarily prepared for this style of thing and it's like, yeah, it gets into political lines because political people are supposed to be having our backs. Like, I hate when people are like, don't bring this into politics. It's like, well, the politicians are the people that are supposed to be leading us. And that's what's so frustrating. Yeah. Oh, totally. It is. It really is. And like, I don't. Again, I'm like, I try to be someone who represents qualities that leaders do. That's the people that I've always, you know, looked up to or read about or emulated is people that tend to be leaders or respected as a leader. And it's just like, how do so many people not think that way? Like, who does who do people look up to out there that are looking up to these people that are like voting these people in and or saying like, this shouldn't be separate politics from this. It's like, well, no, because they're the people that are in charge. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's almost like, it's kind of like the whole shift. Everybody's like a lot of different people are saying it's like a shift towards like a global online 
world. Like, basically, just this will move everything into, like, a more remote world and more global society and bring everybody together. Hopefully, it's for the better. Maybe it will. But, yeah, it's definitely intimidating. Yeah, because we never had anything serious like this happen before. The last time I feel this felt this serious was like nine eleven, probably. Yeah, with everything, with all the mayhem going on, and yeah, no, I totally do. Yeah, I mean, I saw that Tom Hanks had it. Actually, and nothing from him since. Is that's what's weird? Is like everybody that gets it, there's nothing from them after. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're not allowed to be on their phones. I would think they're probably not allowed to say much. Yeah, like uh, it's fucking weird. Like they're probably not allowed to say much, but. I follow a lot of different stuff on it, and hopefully, like, the scientists that... It's kind of like the government is in control of whether or not the free people can do shit, and they're opening it up to the the free market of people being able to help. And since doing that, it seems like more... As far as in America goes, it seems like, you know, more people are... I think we're going to get over it based on... It kind of slowing down, I think, because everybody taking it serious. The whole like rioting thing, though, that's what's scary is people are ignorant and they're afraid and you don't know what they're going to do. No, I mean, what Trump just made that uh, made that speech or whatever yesterday. No more people can come from Europe or whatever unless they've been cleared for the next 30 days. Yeah, supposedly. Nobody but U.S. citizens. Yeah, supposedly. But. I don't know. Hopefully that we, we just get through this. It's definitely a... Uh, I'm just surprised we, we never had a, a plan in action for something like this. Well, I did hear that like there was a office in the White House dedicated to pandemic re- research and action, and Trump cut it two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Figures. It was uh, put in for the Ebola. I read that it was put in after the Ebola thing. It was a woman in a Washington Post article who, uh, she used to be the woman in charge there, and it was written by her. I read that within the last few days. Yeah, that that was interesting to read. There's, that, a, like, there's a movie with Dustin Hoffman about, uh, uh, I forgot who else is in it, um, maybe, uh, I can't think of her name. She was like Thor's mom in the Thor movies or whatever. Renee Russo. Uh, yeah, Rene Russo and uh, Dustin Hoffman, and it's about a virus that's spreading. And the holder of it is this friggin' like little spider monkey or whatever that they're trying to find in this town or something. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really crazy. Um, but it's just really reminding me of that movie. Well, the movie Contagion I watched, I bought it off Amazon to rent it, and it's basically what's going on. Really? Yeah, it's scary. Who's in that movie? There's a really good cast. It's like... Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, um, what's his name from uh, Breaking Bad, that guy. Which one, Aaron Paul? No, the main guy. Brian Cranston? Yeah, he's in it. Uh, I think Jude Law is in it. Um, Kate Winslet is in it. It's a good movie, yeah, but it's, it's pretty, scary. It's put, me in a, put me into a dark-ass place because it was like legit what's going on right now. But um, they got a vaccine at, at the end, I believe. But 
a lot of people die in it. It's a lot more people dying, and it shows the death, which makes it scary. And Gwyneth Paltrow has a scene. I'm like kind of spoiler alerting it right now. Spoiler alert. But mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like it moves. It moves at a very quick pace. The movie does. So it's like I'm not giving away too much. You can pretty much assume what's going on as you're watching it. But the fact that I watched it alongside like a lot of like realistic news that's going on and it's like it, it was very 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 similar to yeah. what's going on so it put me into a weird place but um yeah the way that gwyneth paltrow played the her like death scene she like does this extremely horrified face like she's seeing like the scariest thing she's ever seen right before she dies which makes it that much scarier of a movie yeah Cause like, I don't know, I don't know. Movies tend to like show death in all different types of ways over the years, but like, she did a really horrifying glimpse of death in the movie, like almost like she like got possessed. That's like she was at that level of like exorcism of Emily Rose acting, like <laughs> for one second, and then she's like dead. But that she did a good job in it, and they showed it like in the trailer. It's a good movie though. I mean, I recommend watching it. it. Might get you in a weird mood, but get me thinking about some shit. Definitely makes you want to wash your hands. You know, I'm usually good with washing my hands anyway. Like they're saying that that's one of the most important things going on. Wash your hands, like fucking disinfect anything. Yeah, that's metal or something. Yeah, they're saying basically like if you just slow it down, the spread of it that we'll have enough like treatment for it but if everybody fucking goes around spreading it then people are gonna die yeah exactly so they say it's gonna go away also like there's a lot of different scenarios in which it goes away and probably sticks around like seasonally or um like just kind of runs rampant in in like there's multiple there's like four viruses that they call endemic i think that are just always going around from person to person around the world and then there's like the flu viruses are the ones that are like seasonal and there's like so it could become one of those but also it's just weird that i just was reading that they said that they found like 30 new viruses in a glacier that was melting and i'm like that always yeah, sounds scary. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like that. <laughs> and now this is happening. Like you can tell me, and then Chinese and United States people are the ones that found it. So it's like, what did we unearth? Yeah, dude. I don't know. What what a scary situation. I mean, look at what the NBA. Everybody. They're postponing. Yeah, I mean, all these fucking organizations. Just tons of stuff that's going on. My, I was supposed to go to Rhode Island this weekend. That was canceled. Yeah, they couldn't get. So I was supposed to. It was uh, filming. Uh, location was gonna be um, at, at some school, like I think like a high school or something. Mm-hmm. But the school board wouldn't give uh, the company I work for permission. Yeah. Um, or not the company, but the uh, the competition people permission because they just didn't get approval. Yeah, there was gonna be. I mean, well over five hundred people there, so definitely yeah. not a place to be. So I mean, I'm I'm happy that it got canceled, but not happy because. You know, always got to make money somehow. Yeah, it's definitely going to cause a, like, murmur in the heartbeat of America, which is 
Just sort of depressing, but hey, yeah. we, at least we could still do this stuff. We're yeah, still this free. Is cool. exactly. We're still Americans. That's we legit. still, we should be all right. I think we're gonna be all right. And I'm gonna keep vaping for sure. They say that that's not good for you. With this virus thing going on, yeah, really makes you more susceptible to like worse treatment of it. <laughs> but, doesn't uh, bother me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm worried, but I'm not I'm not that worried because not to say that it's not serious, but I feel like the media it's a wake up call for yeah, everybody makes it worse than it actually is. But well, what else can we talk about other than that? Because that's yeah. all that's on TV. Let's talk about something else. Get you guys thinking about something different. Let's talk about famous movie sports characters. Famous movie sports characters. Yeah, in honor of sports not being on and my brain needing some sports talk. Willie Beeman, any given Sunday. They call me Willie. Willie Beeman. Great player. Great player. Uh, <laughs> got some attitude issues. He's got to uh, make sure that he keeps it. He's got his like heart in the right place. He wants to win, but he's got to focus on the right things. I know that him and um, Coach Tony are heading on to Jacksonville, I believe, our new expansion team. So oh they God. should be they should be good next year with with that coach and quarterback. What a great movie, though! That movie was awesome. I think that's Oliver Stone or some shit. Yeah, I do always like. I love that movie, and I feel like it was like way ahead of its time in regards to like almost outing the culture of like professional sports totally yeah i love i just love when those types of movies come out and like they make make up football teams like the miami sharks or whatever i think was the main team like it's just perfect i I love that shit i always think like the xfl will probably not make it now but i always thought like the teams oh yeah the teams in that that like had teams they should have just picked have you watched any of those movie teams have you watched any of those games at all i watched a little bit of it it's just kind of like semi-pro Football, it's not bad. It's cool. The telecast is cool. Once again, like the XFL originally made headway on production. There was like a 30 for 30 on it that I watched, and it was pretty interesting. Like a lot of things that um, they did in the XFL ended up being basically Sunday Night Football on NBC. Really? With regards to the spider cam and also the like on-field cam. Oh, yeah, that's right. They called it like the Buddy Cam or something because the guy's name was Buddy that would like run on the field. Like, I don't remember. I think that was the guy's name. But well, didn't they get? They also got slow motion. And then miking up players also on the field was something that they'd never done before. Which now, what I was about to say was now the new XFL it makes it kind of fun because they literally have mics on like the coaches telling the plays, which takes away from the integrity of the game, but. It kind of does because if, if the like, XFL is not meant to be the NFL and it's meant to be like almost like developmental, then it is. I still feel interesting to have that. But well, the USFL, the, the league they tried getting going in the eighties or whatever, they did the slow motion like replay or instant replay. That's what it was, instant replay. The, for they were the first. They were the first, and then uh, <laughs> the next season or a couple seasons after that, the NFL started doing it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was on the. What was it? The small potatoes, I think it was. Uh, thirty for thirty. Oh, where it was about Trump. USFL. 
Yeah, and about how Trump is the reason that didn't work out. Yeah. Jim Kelly played in it for the yeah. Houston Gamblers. I have a I have a Jim Kelly Houston Gamblers Jim jersey. Jim Kelly, uh Herschel Walker, Doug Flutie also played in it. Steve Young played in it for Flutie, a little bit too. I was walking through the mall the other day and Flutie's got a new fucking like non denominational football game on the topic of non real sports teams. Doug Flutie's like there's a new football video game. I gotta look it up because I forgot. It's a video game. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of, that reminds me. Yeah, tell us about so your game. I'm not. It's, I'm not like big into like video games like I was when I was a kid. But so you know, I got two phones. I got the the Galaxy Note, and then I got that new iPhone with the three cameras. Um, so I was just fucking around on my phone. I'm like, I want to see if there's a game, like a Formula One game. And then there's this awesome Formula One game with amazing graphics. What's um, it called? Let me just see here. I think it's just called Formula One. Um, let's see. F1 Mobile. Yeah, so just F1, uh, Formula One Mobile. It's like the funnest game. It's based, I mean, you get all the real tracks and everything, but the graphics are fucking sweet. How do you play it? Do you have to, like, turn the controller? You can to turn the controller. You can turn the controller. You can also tilt. Um, I'm sorry. You can tilt your phone like this or whatever. And then you can also just tap the sides. I tried both. So I'm going the easy way. I'm just tapping the sides of them to turn. Uh, you can also do, like, a manual shift on it. You can do, like, all this weird shit. But I'm like, well, it's on a phone. I can't. It's not like a controller. So <laughs> I'm just doing the easy way on it. Um but super fun. Very, very fun. What's this Doug Flutie one? Dude, I don't know. I'm still like... You can't find it? I found it. It's funny. It looks like it's fucking absolute trash. But that's what I would assume if you're going to try to make a fucking video game without having the NFL. But I'm reading about it on Forbes. It's called Maxim, Maxim, Doug Flutie Maximum Football 2019. And... What? It's like, have you ever wanted a game to be good and no matter how much you tried to cut the product some slack, you knew you'd be doing an injustice to all your readers if you weren't completely honest? And that he's like, probably not. That's where I'm at with Doug Flutie Maximum Football. And it says, like, it has excellent customization options. You can rename and edit all players and teams. You can play Canadian, American Pro, and Collegiate Rules. But then that's the only good thing. It says visually inferior, even for a lower-priced indie title. Animations abrupt and choppy, route running far from precise. The flight of the ball doesn't match the rest of the action. <laughs> Game lacks personality. Long load times. AI is horrendous. The UI is confusing. I mean, what were they expecting? Nothing about this is fun. What were they expecting it to be like, the next Madden? No, but it's just like, why would you even try? That's what I don't get. Dude, on the original. Nothing's going to beat, beat out Madden. There was a NES play action football on uh, either NES. It was on the original Nintendo. I remember Tecmo Super Bowl. That's about. Well, Tecmo Super Bowl was the main game. And then NES play action football was basically like that. It was fake. But it was like at the era where the, the uniforms and the customization weren't even that great on Tecmo Bowl yet anyway. So like, and also you played like on an angle, like the 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 field was like this, and it had a song like do 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 
do do do do do do do do do do the whole time. And like it was so bad but good. I played a lot of it as a little boy. NES play action football. That's really cool. I'm trying to think of other games that I might have played like on N64 or some shit. Because when I was a kid, my brothers got, you know, the PlayStation yeah. um, when that was coming out. And then I got N64. Dreamcast, I had. 1080 Snowboarding, I think, was the main one I used to play. I had Dreamcast when it came Dreamcast out. Dreamcast was legit. I it thought was Dreamcast like, was awesome. Yeah, Dreamcast, uh, like NFL 2K, was so much better at the time than PlayStation Game Day. I wish it was Sega. NFL Game Day. And they had Madden, but Game Day was better on PS1. For the little boys out there that don't remember PS1. I just wish Sega would have stuck around and started making shit. Sega! Sega! There was an ad in a magazine in a dentist's office one time that made me really fucking think about shit one time. And it was a Sega ad. And it was a super close-up of just, like, these fingers that were and thumbs that were holding a Sega controller, but they were super bloody and like grimy and all busted up. And it was like basically like a like a football lineman or like a boxing guy's hands like all fucked up and cut. It was weird. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. <laughs> and that's all it was. And it was I don't remember what the like text would have said, but I was like so young that I might not have even been able to read. But I just remember being like, why is this like this? It like it was the the point of it. I think was like just to keep playing, like play play hard. I guess. Well, now I think we got our throwback commercial here. We'll pull up some Sega commercials. For, yeah. For the break or whatever. For sure. We can definitely do that. Yeah. We really need to get a sponsor. Maybe uh, Dollar Shave Club. Uh, birds aren't real. We could talk to them. Birds aren't. Yeah, I like that. You did you ever go to that website? No. I'm wearing their hat right now. Show it off, dude. Look at this fucking hat. That's a dad hat for sure, dude. Yeah. That's a total dad hat. It says birds aren't real on it. Oh, my God. And then that's why you're seeing the uh, the new sticker that came with the hat. I could leave it like this for a little while, I guess. Yeah, I think it looks legit. I look like a little boy at a fucking... Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island is closing. He did say that. He looked like a Boy Scout troop leader or something. Abusive or non-abusive? Non-abusive, I'd hope. Thanks, man. (laughs) Any any victims of uh, Boy Scout leader abuse, go ahead and leave your name and number in the comments, and we'll tell everybody about it. (laughs) And we'll take care of the fucking... Abuser. We'll get out there and we'll take care of them. Leave us, uh, drop a line and we'll have the Allen Rat Scouts right on it. We'll go to Catch a Predator style. We'll do the Workaholics episode. There was a point in my life where I was going to start a vigilante justice group called the Allen Rat Scouts. The Allen Rat Scouts. Yeah, and it was going to start like a social club of basically, you know, you earn your shirt first and then you earn patches based on like vigilante justice that you've done. Really? Yeah, I thought of it once. I was doing weird shit at the time, but it was a pretty good idea, I thought. Speaking of vigilante, one superpower. If you could have one superpower, what superpower? Probably invisibility. Really? I don't know why. Over super strength or flying or super speed? I feel like if you were invisible, you could do anything. Well, yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, it's it's a hard question. If you really think about it, it would depend. Like, then you start thinking of all the stuff you could really be doing. If think you about Predator. Okay. Because, like, now invisibility is an interesting thing, because Predator had invisibility, but he also had technology attached to him that would also become invisible with his invisibility shield. So, I guess maybe I'm considering that sort of invisibility, because Predator. Would be completely invisible, but he'd be having that shit on his shoulder. Well, that was like technology. Mask, right? So, I don't know if that qualifies as a superpower. I would have to say no, only because it's technology. Yeah, so I guess I would have this to. This would have to be something you're born with, hmm. or gained from a science experiment. Probably like the ability to understand anything, I guess. Because if you have a super mind, you can do anything yourself so you'd probably more you'd probably be like a super villain then <sighs> i'd feel like you'd be a super villain maybe like a super villain that has good intentions <laughs> but is going about it the wrong way taking advantage okay that's but fair probably justly okay justly so like the smartest man on the planet well yeah what i mean I think that's, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be like, I wouldn't want to be in charge of everybody. That would be a lot of work. I'd much rather just try to like solve key issues with my master powers. Okay, there you go. So that's why like some people might not like somebody who does something like that. Like, what would you do? What would your, what would your special power be? There's a couple. I'd either want... Like super speed, like the Flash, which is actually probably the main one I'd want because he can just do tons. Of, dude, he can like go back in time. He can fucking run up buildings, like I don't know, he can run on water. He can do all this crazy shit. Going back and forth in time would be pretty crazy. Or shit, maybe super strength or flying. Dude, I don't know. There's so fucking many. Because to me, to think about it, how cool would flying be. Like Superman style flying, not like just floating or whatever. I always float like the Hulk in my dreams. Remember the Hulk where you just like jump like miles? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I've always flown in my dreams is like almost like floating. There's, I've had dreams. Back down. Yeah, I've always had dreams kind of like that where I'm trying to like fly and I'm like trying to go up, but I just, I can't. Yeah. It's, it's like the weirdest thing. And I'm, it has to be like a metaphor for something. I've definitely got to get like a dream dictionary and look up the meaning of that. Yeah. I've looked up stuff in dream dictionaries. They're not very consistent. If you go to a bookstore and go to the dream dictionary section and pull out like five different ones, you'll find like variances. That's what makes those things annoying. different. Like meanings for, yeah. Like, if you see, like, a hand in your dream, it's going to say something different. I mean, yeah, book. there's some consistency to it for sure. But, like, everybody has, like, every different fucking, you know, whimsical person that decides to publish a book like that has their own, I think. Yeah, it has their make, own, We like, could make one up. Interpretation of it. Yeah. We should. Reg in the Zoo. Dream Dictionary. Coming to a bookstore. Near uh, you. Yeah, coming to a ebook. I I bought a book yesterday. So, uh, Sylvia Brown, the lady, she's a psychic. She like died a few years ago, but I saw this thing that she um, 
she predicted this happening in 2020. I bought this book for twelve ninety nine. It just went to the one page. Oh well, it's called End of Days. Sounds familiar. I definitely know of her. I mean, that name is definitely she's super popular. Remember Miss Cleo? Miss Cleo. I have, oh, get your. I have five minutes left of today's reading goal, so. Oh shit! I could just spend five minutes reading on here. I used to do that. I used to set goals for video editing, and now I just go way over my goal every day now. Got to go over the goal. Yeah. Can't it's a good do, feeling, can't though. Can't just do the goal. Well, yeah. the, with a lot of the work that we've been having to do at job number one, um, yeah. it's been kind of nice, actually, to be honest with you. To just do some fun stuff. Yeah, because I think we're having fun with it for the most part. Absolutely. I'm or glad the, that... The funnest we can while yeah. being at work. You still We still got to be professional, but uh, yeah, I think we're handling it pretty good. Yeah, and it's been nice to be on here, for sure. Yeah, great feedback and stuff, too. It, oh, dude, this is still, like, my favorite thing to do. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of nice to be here, um, you know, earlier in the day as compared to at night when we usually do this at, like, 9 or 10 at night. Yeah, it's def- I definitely feel a little bit fresher. Fresh. fresh well, well, since fresher. Uh, what daylight savings time, I mean, like, last night, it really hit me. Because it was like 7.30 and it was still sunny out. And I'm like, dude, this is so weird. Yeah, it's been but a it's daylight great. savings time, full moon, Friday the 13th, all in one week. How crazy is that? Yeah. It's and coronavirus. Yeah, clearly some fucked up shit going on. Yeah, dude. Well, it's good. I think, I mean, it was good to get in here just to shoot the shit. Like I said, we were doing more of a laid back one today. Just, you know, we just wanted to come in and just talk. Yeah. Getting that content, creating that work. Yeah, we got to just keep it going, so not going to let that corona keep us down. No, not at all. Never did. Never will. Never will. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you want to talk about anything else at all? I want to come up with a with a tagline for Reg in the Zoo. I feel like we could... Yeah, I mean, I there's like so many different taglines that I think of on a daily basis constantly thinking of them there was a funny one that was said at work the other day but we can't say it on here (coughs) we'll say it off the air maybe (laughs) yeah we'll say it off the air and then leave a comment if you want to hear what it is yeah give us a special DM. even if you just want to tell us to fuck off leave a comment yeah. I do not care. I'm sure people probably do. I, I know that, like, these fucking guys, like... These as soon fucking as they turn guys around, won't stop making content. You're goddamn right I'm right. You're goddamn right I won't stop making We're not going to stop. We're never going to stop. No, we're going to keep putting it down because it's, who knows when all this shit ends. Yeah. You know? I fucking... I'm enjoying doing it. Somebody might find these files. Ten years down the road, and then there's going to be... Then we will be the gods. Yeah. Dude, remember Reg in the Zoo? Yeah, they'd be like, they were about to take off. I went to the same high school that he went to, bro. They predicted it all. I mean, you did a pretty good job on that prediction with the whole basketball and all that shit. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't like being right about that. Yeah, Uh, it's it's a bummer. Certainly been a depressing few days without any sports, but it has made me think sort of like, all right, well, how much of my life revolves around this stuff? Am I just like a Roman fucking... Like, yeah, you can pursue other avenues and shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm not, like you mentioned before, I'm not super into sports. I only, I'm into football when that's on. 
and then, you know, X Games, Winter Olympics, that type of shit. But now it's just like, I don't know. It's getting nicer out. I usually tend to go more towards cars and racing and that type of stuff. So I've been getting more into, like, Top Gear and the Grand Tour again, which is always nice. Warp Tour? Grand Tour. Grand Tour. Oh, my God, Warp Tour. I used to go to those. Warp Tour. I only went to two of them, but they were all right. Now they're not doing that anymore either. That was a thing for a long time. Warp Tour? I think this year's the last year. Maybe last year was. I can't remember. But they're they're finishing that up, too. Warp Tour. Warp Tour. Did, all right, dude. Did you ever hear that uh, Disney World is a trap for child pedophilia? Really? Yeah. Dude, they're not letting people in over there either. Yeah, they say that like shutting these things down is going to stop the pedophiles. That's, mm, that's probably a good point. They're you ever see some of the... I, I want to say I was talking about it with our boss. He was like mentioning... like We were just talking about people that go to Disney that are like our age, that are like blown away, and they don't have kids or anything, and they just... Maybe not our age, but a little older, a few years older. They yeah. have no kids or anything, but they love going to Disney, and it's just like... Why do you like going to Disney so much? It's all little kid stuff. It's definitely uh, cult-ish. But, I mean, I think about it sometimes, and I like, I would go to like music festivals every summer, like the same way that like Nick, who used to work with us, he would, him and his girl are like Disney people, and they go like at least once a year, and I thought about it, and I was like, I mean, I guess I go kind of like to the carnival to a music festival at least once a year. Yeah. I feel like everybody's got their kind of, like, carnival. Well, it's not, like, not all of Disney. Like, I mean, I like the whole Star Wars thing. I hate Disney. Really? Let me be frank with you. See, I don't hate it. I Like, what I was saying makes I don't it sound hate, like I do. I don't but... hate traditional Disney from our childhoods. I hate the power that they are now. Yeah, now it's, like, fucked. I mean, I think it's cool that they do all the Marvel stuff and... Are making parks like based around that, which is really cool. But I, uh, it's definitely. I, I went there, dude. I I was like, it was not. It wasn't that much fun. Maybe because I because I went with my family, which my family is great, by the way. But I heard the new Avatar thing is fucking dope there. And yeah, like that's Star what I mean. Wars like that would be sweet, really cool. But but there's me, like just some people that are just obsessed with it, and it's just like it creeps me out. It creeps me out a little bit. I I just imagine like I don't know. It just. Did you ever see the movie Us? No, I haven't. I know seen we it yet. spoke about it. The Jordan Peele one, right? You'll have to check it out. We'll save it for uh, you. See the movie Us. I'll watch it. And then that. I want to talk about my my theory on how it could be basically a a a. a, a th- I was gonna say a throw on, but I don't know what that means. I was gonna make up something, which I do sometimes. But I was going to say, like, it's a throw on, like, Disney being, like, sketchy. And I want to rewatch Us, and I want you to watch Us, and then I want to come back to it. because I'll watch that. I read a weird, like, theory on Disneyland being, it was from, like, a conspiracist, but it was saying, like, that they're, like, at the center of, like, this child, like, snatcher, fucking child snatching ring. How fucked up is that? And, like... There's some thematic to like a carnival, and like you'll see if you watch the movie Us. All right, Jordan Peele's. I want, no, I want you to see it. it, and then we'll talk about uh, how it might be a, a throw on Disney. Yeah, we should start doing that. 
Yeah, because I want I want to have that conversation, but not till you've seen it. Yeah, let's try to find a movie that neither of us have seen. Watch that, and then come back with a review on it. Um, I'll see if I can pirate some movies for us. Yeah, for sure. We'll definitely think of one. I know that there's that one. Um, fuck, Parasite. Yeah, we gotta we gotta see. We that. have to watch Parasite. I don't even know what it's about. Yeah, let's go through some of like the Oscar movies. See which ones neither of us have seen. We'll watch one and come back and talk about it on the next episode. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, because we're probably going to come back next week. What? Because we're probably not going to do one tomorrow, right? I don't know. Probably not. We'll figure it out. We'll next figure week. it out. We got to see what happens and what shakes down with this fucking virus thing. Yeah, we'll get through it. Um, but either way, we'll have something up again for you next week. Yeah. Episode five coming to YouTube probably yeah, within the next intro. 24 hours with the new intro. Um, we're still kind of fucking around, but I think we're going to use this one that I just did. Um, and then we're going to keep changing it. Up. Yeah. This video will be, or this, uh, this audio will be up for this one probably <laughs> within the next 24 hours as well. And there it is. That's it. There is the, we'll see you guys. The virus coming out of me right there. Oh God. So hopefully we see you guys again. Oh, Remember God. birds aren't real. Always wear a helmet. We're going to um, beat this. We're going to beat this and keep making videos. 10-4. See you guys next week. Ski. <laughs>